Welcome to the Watchman Channel. This channel is all about world news and Bible prophecy, pointing to the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I am asking that if you can, to please help to financially support this ministry. If you feel led to pledge any amount of money, it would be extremely helpful and greatly appreciated. There is a PayPal link in the description box and in my pinned comment below. You can also donate using Cash App. My cash tag is dollar sign watchman 1963 thank you all so much for your prayers and support god bless revelation 13 16 through 18 and he causeth all both small and great rich and poor free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. Apple released their virtual reality goggles over the weekend, and the population's already addicted. When you put them on, you can straddle reality and virtual reality. It's like tripping on acid. The butterfly is eating my donut. People aren't even embarrassed to rock them in public, or even in the car. They've only been out for three days, and Mayor Pete's already lecturing us not to apple goggle behind the wheel. Primetime's predicting the first apple goggle death will be in April. And we can't figure out if we're evolving or dehumanizing. And how are girls supposed to compete for our attention when guys are wearing apple goggles? I mean, can you imagine how many people walking down the street with $4,000 computers strapped to their faces? You don't think they're going to get jacked? It's like a reverse bat signal to every crook in the street that you're someone with too much money and not enough common sense and probably don't work out. But I have to admit, they do have an appeal. I tried the goggles on today in the office and thought a dinosaur was going to eat my face. I kind of liked it. They're going to get smaller, they're going to get cheaper, and they'll probably just become contact lenses in 10 years. I don't know what to do. Eric Weinstein's the host of the Portal podcast and managing director of Thiel Capital. And he joins me now. Eric, um, should I buy these Apple goggles? Probably not. So we don't know what this is going to do to our brain if you're wearing it all of the time. And we don't know what it's going to do to society if a segment of the population is walking around in virtual reality and the rest of us are walking around in reality. Americans are having a hard enough time dealing with reality as it stands. And now we're now like lost in a hallucination. What is that going to do to the country? I think that what you're calling reality, I would now call legacy reality. And the thing that is the Internet, I'd probably call something like digital reality or networked reality. So the fact is that we're nostalgic when legacy reality was reality. People say the Internet and Twitter aren't real life, but you can find your mate and lose your job in a weekend. Uh, due to your digital activities, so how can that not be your real life? I think the right way to see this is a product that is actually 
threatening to combine the two disconnected parts of reality into one. Biologists know this through the concept of extended phenotype. Your glasses that allow you to see and read are effectively an extension of yourself. That's exactly what this is going to be. And I think you're also fearing the wrong thing, to be honest with you, Jesse. What should I it's fear? It's not virtual or augmented. Well, it's not a virtual or augmented reality that we need to be worried about. It's managed reality. I'm coming to you uh, tonight clearly from Washington, D.C. But the reason that we have the Washington Monument in the background is that I'm actually sitting in my garage, uh, in my driveway in a van in front of my house during a rainstorm in Los Angeles. We can create the illusion that I am anywhere. Uh, we could shoot day for night, night for day. Um, what you have is you have a corporation mediating your entire experience of reality. My point, Jesse, <laughs> yes. is that I think that we're, that we're going to be forced to wear these things uh, at work. And oh. what's going to happen is, is that we aren't going to be able to get rid of this unwanted corporate screen between us and the real world. Okay. That scares me. It's a little bit like heaven, only better. Daddy, Daddy, we miss you, Daddy, we miss you. Please, Thought, you can be with us today. Now, all you have to do is give me your pledge of allegiance, and everything you've ever dreamed of will be yours. I would rather believe in a creator who would die for his creation than have his creation die for him. My son, I am not your son, Satan, and they are not my family. So be it. You've made your choice. Not even your God can save you. He already is. The day of wonders, you make the world worship you or die. Pretty soon, everything, this whole earth, will be mine. And there's no reason for God to come back. Now is there? Once they give me the Pledge of Allegiance, they will be mine for eternity. And those that aren't are dead. Lord, I did not honor you as my life. By your grace, may I do so in death. Oh, very touching. In the 1999 movie, Apocalypse 2, Revelation, we watched as the Antichrist oversaw the mark of the beast using a VR headset. Whoever thought, 25 years later, the world would be living in this type of reality. This reality is brought to us by the company whose first computer sold for $666.66 and whose logo is an apple with a bite missing. Now. With their Apple Vision Pro Mixed Reality Headset, they are tempting you to enter their dystopian end times world. Don't. Make no mistake about it. This is all about transhumanism and the mark of the beast. The first step was by introducing the computer and connecting us online. The second step was having that computer on your person in the form of an iPhone. The third and final step will be to put the technology inside you. The final step started this year when Elon Musk's Neuralink 
was implanted in the first human. Apple Vision Pro promises godlike power. Imagine a world where you can be all-powerful, all-knowing, and present everywhere. This will be Satan's realm, where every kind of evil will run unchecked. Jesus said, as a sign of his coming and the end of the age, there would be an increase in deception, false Christs who will deceive many, wars and rumors of wars, nation against nation and kingdom against kingdom, famines, pestilences, earthquakes, Christian persecution, apostasy, false prophets, and lawlessness causing the love of many to grow cold. Jesus said all of these signs would come like birth pains. Jesus was likening last day's events to a woman in labor. As the labor progresses, the pains increase in both frequency and intensity until the baby finally comes. As we get closer to Jesus' return, all the signs he gave us as a sign of his coming and the end of the age will become more frequent and more intense. All of these signs are manifesting around the world in our time. Isaiah 24, 19-21 The earth is violently broken. The earth is split open. The earth is shaken exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard, and shall totter like a hut. Its transgression shall be heavy upon it, and it will fall and not rise again. It shall come to pass in that day that the Lord will punish on high the host of exalted ones, and on the earth the kings of the earth. A rare earthquake shaking things up in Brevard County today. The magnitude 4.0 quake rumbled off the coast of Cape Canaveral last night. Plenty of people felt it. Here on the Space Coast, we're quite used to rumblings from rockets, but from Cape Canaveral all the way down to Palm Bay, people were shaken awake when an earthquake hit off the coast of Florida last night. It was just enough to make you go, what was that? Some thought it could have been a rocket launch. Others didn't think twice. I really didn't think much about it. On Thursday morning, people realized what they felt wasn't normal. I was quite shocked this morning to find out. The National Weather Service in Melbourne says a 4.0 magnitude earthquake was recorded about 100 miles east of Cape Canaveral. It's Florida. I mean, we can't predict Florida. This is very rare. I mean, when I think of an earthquake, I go to like the West Coast, um, California. I guess I never really think of them happening in Florida. Should we be, you know, surprised? Right, yeah, so this earthquake was pretty rare. Matthew Volkmar says in the last 40 to 50 years, they have not recorded an earthquake of this magnitude near the Space Coast. These things can, can occur, um, you know, in places that we're not expecting as well. Never would I think Florida. I, I would never think Florida would be a target for... Uh, earthquakes. And people say they only felt the effects from the earthquake for about 30 seconds up to a minute, but that is still quite a bit longer than what they feel during a normal rocket launch. That was the first indicator. Something different shook things up on Wednesday night. We begin tonight with two earthquakes hitting California and Hawaii. In California, magnitude 4.6 quake hitting near Malibu. The quake felt by millions of people in the Los Angeles area. Just minutes earlier, a magnitude 5.7 quake hitting just south of the Big Island. Reports of aftershocks following. Tonight, damage assessments underway after Southern California was rattled by a 4.6 magnitude earthquake. An earthquake has been felt in L.A. County. Our station, KABC, broadcasting live when it struck. It's in Ventura County, Orange County, L.A. County. All of them have felt it. The epicenter? 
just northwest of Malibu. The shaking likely felt by millions of people, says seismologist Dr. Lucy Jones. I felt it here in Pasadena. It's felt widely across the L.A. area. It's about halfway between Malibu and Thousand Oaks, so under the what are called the Santa Monica Mountains. We do have reports of a couple of aftershocks, one of 3.0 northwest of Malibu, a 2.7 that is west-northwest of Malibu. Well, it definitely moved, uh, moved a lot around here. The California quake coming on the heels of a 5.7 quake that hit the big island of Hawaii. Reporter Jeremy Lee from our station KITV is near the epicenter. It was felt all over the island, not only that, but also on other islands. Reports of the earthquake felt on Maui, on Oahu. That quake also followed by multiple aftershocks. A strong 4.6 magnitude earthquake has struck Southern California, unnerving millions of people. It was centered near Malibu, and so far there have been no immediate reports of significant damage. Let's get right out to KTLA Sandra Mitchell live in Malibu with reaction. This is very near the end epicenter. This is where the shaking would have been the strongest. We've been walking around the Malibu Country Mart this afternoon, talking to customers, talking to employees. Yes, it was definitely very scary for a lot of these folks. We were eating lunch and all of a sudden uh, all the bottles started falling off the bar. Uh, it was pretty scary. It was insane. I, uh, I looked uh, over here at the TVs and they were shaking. A 5.7 magnitude earthquake shook the Big Island this morning around 10 o'clock. And there's reports of people feeling the quake all the way to Kauai. Video from Punalu'u Bake Shop in Na'alehu shows the moment when the shaking began. Customers running out and merchandise crashing to the floor. The manager tells me no one was injured, but they did have some cleaning up to do. There were similar scenes just down the road at Honua's Coffee House. Luke 2111. And there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. There are five earthquakes that occur during the seven-year tribulation, three of which are called great earthquakes. The largest and final earthquake to ever rattle planet Earth takes place during the last half of the seven-year tribulation, as we read in Revelation 16, 17-20. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, it is done. And there were noises and thunderings and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such a mighty and great earthquake as had not occurred since men were on the earth. Now the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon was remembered before God, to give her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. Then every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. Psalm 18.7 Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations of the hills also quaked and were shaken because he was angry. A state of emergency in Iceland has been declared after a massive volcanic eruption. The third one in a row. The volcano erupted in southwestern Iceland, blasting hot lava into the sky and cutting off a critical source of heat and hot water for thousands of people as they cope with freezing temperatures. The lava poured over a supply pipeline that transports hot water to nearby towns. The eruption happened on the Reykjanes Peninsula yesterday around 6 in the morning, terrifying residents and forcing evacuations. One tourist described waking up to the chaos. We woke up, jumped out of bed, uh, realized what was happening. Um, staff from the hotel was um, going down the hallways, knocking on, on everyone's doors, including ours, to say, uh, we have to evacuate. There was just this hot air uh, that we could feel uh, just coming from that direction, and it was, it was quite shocking. 
Shocking indeed, the Blue Lagoon, a popular tourist spot, was also evacuated. Hundreds of small earthquakes have been shaking up this area since last week. Prior to yesterday's eruption, this was the third time this volcano has erupted since December. Some residents have already decided to move due to the ongoing volcanic activity. There are people that are never going back. Uh, including my parents. They, they've just bought a house somewhere else. They have just like wounded uh, uh, their, their nervous system because it's been going on for like four years. Scientists say it's unclear when this increase in volcanic activity in Iceland will slow down. There has been a dramatic increase in volcanic eruptions around the world and nobody knows why. You probably haven't noticed because nobody seems to be talking about it. But something is going on with the world. Volcanoes are erupting at a faster pace than ever. And earthquakes are going crazy. And nobody has an explanation for it. Nobody except God, that is. The seven-year tribulation is fast approaching this world and the news headlines prove it. God in his grace and mercy is trying to shake the world out of its complacency. We are currently living in a time Jesus refers to as the birth pains. Jesus is likening last day's events to a woman in labor. The closer we get to Jesus' second coming, Last day signs and calamities will become more frequent and more intense. Following the rapture of all true Christians to heaven, the Bible warns us that the wrath of God will be poured out on an unrepentant world. One of the judgments described in the book of Revelation seems to include a massive volcanic eruption, as we read in Revelation 8.8. Then the second angel sounded, and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea, and a third of the sea became blood. It appears changes to our planet are now accelerating. The number of earthquakes around the globe continues to rise, and volcanoes are beginning to behave in some unusual ways. We are far more vulnerable to natural disasters than most people realize, and it looks like the shaking of our planet is only going to intensify in the months and years ahead. We were warned by the prophets of old, and even Jesus himself, that these things would take place right before his return. An historic storm hits Wisconsin. For the first time, the state gets hit by a tornado in the month of February. This afternoon was the first time many people were able to get back inside their homes. Our ears popped right before it hit, and then it was just unbelievable loud. When you get inside Denver Reese's home, you don't have to worry about wiping your feet. The force of Thursday night's tornado hits you in another way. When I came upstairs, this is what I looked at, and the sky was just lighting up. And it just took a minute to register that our whole roof was gone. Reese's house is among the 20 or more damaged or destroyed during the storm. In the tornado's path, flipped tractors and silos bent like tin cans. It kind of sucks to see everything get torn down and whatnot. As soon as daylight arrived, the National Weather Service started its assessment. High NDF2, uh, we're calling it 135 mile per hour winds. Rock County Sheriff Curtis Fell says it's a miracle only one person was taken to the hospital because of the storm. He shared stories of others who are lucky to be alive. She was standing in the middle of the living room when the roof left. Um, the fact that she wasn't more severely hurt is phenomenal. How long was it from when it hit to until someone came here and found you, I understand you were kind well, of buried a bit. There probably wouldn't have been anybody coming for quite a while, but I still had my little phone in my pocket, or my hand, actually in my hand, this thing. And I was talking to my daughter, and I looked, and all I had to do was push the call again, and she answered me. And I says, Carol, I just got hit by the tornado. And she called all her brothers and afterwards got, you know, somebody 
Otherwise, I'd have been alone for a long time if one day hit my phone. It's February to remember for all of the wrong reasons. Residents are rebuilding after two confirmed tornadoes touched down in Wisconsin yesterday. They destroyed people's homes. They left properties devastated. The National Weather Service confirming one tornado in Albany in Greene County. The other was in nearby Evansville in Rock County where officials say a high-end EF2 touchdown. We actually spoke with a woman who lives here in Evansville, and you could see behind me just some of the damage that's left after this storm. Now, everything from her home to her shed, even her cars are left with major damage, but what she tells us is she's just thankful no one was seriously hurt. It was just so quick that you didn't have any time to be scared. 30 seconds. Heard this really, really loud sound and heard a lot of crashing going on. Kathy Wagner says that's how long it took for Thursday night's tornado to rip through her property. When then we came outside and it was just, it was like a war zone. And leave it devastated. I was standing right, right there. This video taken by her son shows the moment the EF2 rolled in towards their back porch. Basically took a, went this way and then instantly took an L shape. Were you scared? I mean, yeah. It all happened so fast. That's what residents who live here say about a tornado that swept through their yard, hitting almost everything but them. It, it was unbelievable. It's like a war. For Connie and Ron Arndt, the place they've known for decades no longer looks the same for their family and tenants. This place was so beautiful. And it's something that I've worked on for 10, 15 years, and it's all gone. Metal crunching in the trees, wood scattered across their property. And with a home no longer livable, the emotion is hard to contain. It's too much to put words on even. Yeah. It's just a disaster. A disaster best shown through these devastating images as darkness turned to light early Friday morning. On County Road M, angled across the street from the Arts, sits a house in what used to be a barn. We watched as a handful of residents worked to gather several cattle that were trapped inside, hurt, and some even missing at the time. They've had a lot of tragedies in their family, and their son just took over the farm, and now the barn's gone, the house is gone. Our rental property, I'm sure, will be condemned. It's just a nightmare. Despite what's left, thank you, Lord, we're alive. <laughs> what we are witnessing is just a glimpse of what the seven-year tribulation will be like. It is evident that planet Earth is in the time Jesus refers to as the birth pains. The world is seeing death, destruction, and despair at unprecedented levels. The events the world is suffering through right now, awful as they are, will only get worse. The Bible tells us in the last days, right before Jesus returns, there will be a time of severe distress this world has never seen or ever will see again, as we read in Matthew 24, 21. For then there will be great tribulation, just as it has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. This time of distress Jesus is referring to is called the seven-year tribulation, in which the inhabitants of planet Earth, who have rejected God and remain unrepentant in their sin, will face his wrath. These terrible judgments are pictured as seven seals opened, seven trumpets blown, and seven bowls poured out. The first four of the seven seals are known as the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The book of Revelation tells us when Jesus breaks the first seal and the white horse rides, the Antichrist will be unleashed. When Jesus breaks the second seal and the red horse rides, war will be unleashed. When Jesus breaks the third seal and the black horse rides, famine will be unleashed. 
When Jesus breaks the fourth seal and the pale horse rides, death and Hades will be unleashed. The Bible tells us 25% of the population of the earth will be killed at this time, as we read in Revelation 6-8. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was death, and Hades followed with him. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth, to kill with the sword, with hunger, with death, and by the beasts of the earth. The population of the world is roughly 8 billion, meaning 2 billion people will die during this time. When the fifth seal is broken, those who have been slain for the word of God and their testimony will be given white robes and told to rest a little while longer, until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, was completed. When the sixth seal is broken, there will be a great earthquake. The sun will become black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon like blood, and the stars of heaven will fall to the earth. When the seventh seal is broken, there will be silence in heaven for about a half an hour. After seven seals are opened, seven trumpets are blown. When the first angel sounds, vegetation is struck. Hail and fire mingled with blood will be thrown to the earth, and a third of the trees and all the green grass will be burned up. When the second angel sounds, the seas are struck. Something like a great mountain burning with fire is thrown into the sea, which seems to be a meteor causing a third of the sea to become blood, and a third of the living creatures in the sea to die, and a third of the ships to be destroyed. When the third angel sounds, the waters are struck. A great star falls from heaven, burning like a torch on the rivers and on the springs of water. The name of the star is Wormwood, and a third of the waters become Wormwood, and many men will die from the water, because it will be made poisonous. When the fourth angel sounds, the heavens are struck. A third of the sun is struck, a third of the moon, and a third of the stars, so that a third of them are darkened. A third of the day will not shine, and likewise the night. When the fifth angel sounds, Satan is cast down from heaven to release demons from the bottomless pit to torment those who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads for five months. When the sixth angel sounds, a demonic army numbering 200 million will kill a third of mankind. Four billion people have now died at this time, equaling half of the world's population. When the seventh angel sounds, the temple of God is opened in heaven, and the ark of his covenant is seen in his temple, and there are lightnings, noises, thunderings, an earthquake, and great hail. After seven trumpets have sounded, seven bowls are poured out. When the first angel pours out his bowl, a foul and loathsome sore will come upon the men who have the mark of the beast, and those who worship his image. When the second angel pours out his bowl on the sea, it will become blood as of a dead man, and every living creature in the sea will die. When the third angel pours out his bowl, the rivers and springs of water will become blood. When the fourth angel pours out his bowl on the sun, power is given to him to scorch men with fire and men are scorched with great heat. When the fifth angel pours out his bowl on the throne of the beast, his kingdom becomes full of darkness, and they will gnaw their tongues because of the pain. When the sixth angel pours out his bowl, it results in the Euphrates River being dried up, and the armies of the Antichrist being gathered together to wage the battle of Armageddon. When the seventh angel pours out his bowl, a loud voice comes out of the temple of heaven from the throne, saying, It is done. A devastating earthquake flattening everything on planet Earth followed by giant hailstones weighing 100 pounds each, completes the seal, trumpet, and bold judgments. God's judgment against this wicked and unrepentant world will leave no doubt as to his wrath against sin. Yet there will still be people blaspheming God and not repenting and giving him glory. Revelation 16.9 And men were scorched with great heat, and they blasphemed the name of God who has power over these plagues, and they did not repent and give him glory. Revelation 16.21 and great hail from heaven fell upon men, each hailstone about the weight of a talent. 
Men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, since that plague was exceedingly great. The signs of Jesus' soon return are so strong now, and the evidence is so clear that any person willing to accept the truth can see that the end of the world as we know it is near. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. These are the ABCs of salvation. A. Admit that you're a sinner. B. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins, was buried, and God raised him from the dead. C. Call upon the name of the Lord, and you will be saved. Jesus paid the price for mankind's sin. He has provided a way to spend eternity with him and the Father. All you have to do is believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. God has already done all the work. All you must do is receive, in faith, the salvation God offers. Fully trust in Jesus alone as the payment for your sins. Believe in him, and you will not perish. God is offering you salvation as a gift. All you have to do is accept it. Jesus is the only way of salvation. That being said, we must repent of our sins. While repentance is not a work that earns salvation, repentance unto salvation does result in works. It is impossible to truly and fully change your mind without that causing a change in action. In the Bible, repentance results in a change in behavior. Repentance, properly defined, is necessary for salvation. One day, Jesus is coming. You may be at church. You may be at work. You may be asleep. God grant that you will be ready when he makes his personal appearance. My God, what if his appearance occurs on a Sunday morning? My prophetic word to you this morning is get ready, get ready! is short. Call upon the name of Jesus today.